Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hi. You know that movie you always wanted to see, but you didn't for whatever reason? Well, I call those black hole films. Everyone has them, and this podcast aims to do something about that. I'm Jeremy Lalonde, and every episode I'll be joined by one or more guests to watch a film that at least someone in that group hasn't seen. We'll talk about our expectations of it before it, and then our thoughts after it. This is episode 28, and I'm joined by Alex Paxton Beasley, who you might have seen in shows like Pure, Murdoch Mysteries, The Firm, or Copper, as well as returning guest Jessica Greco. And we sat down to watch a film together. All right, so we'll go around the room and we'll introduce ourselves and say whether or not we've seen the movie. So I'm Jeremy, and I have seen the movie, but I haven't seen that. It's not a movie I've watched over and over and over again, so I don't have it memorized like I do a lot of nerdy movies. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jessica, and I have not seen the movie, which is pretty much the theme of me being on this show, (laughs) I've never (laughs) seen the movies. Yeah. Um, I'm Alex, and I have never seen the movie in its entirety, but I've seen, like, Probably combined about five minutes of it in like tiny little clips. Just like, like just from clip shows. From like like uh, like like film classes and like nerdy friends, it's like people showing the like yeah like the art direction, right, or, like, the right, style right. of it, or I don't know. Yeah, that's what I've seen. I've been calling this movie Night Rider all day. <laughs> nice. That's how well you're. you're that's, versed. How, that's how well versed I am. I knew that that was wrong, but it just had the right number of syllables for me to say Night Rider. Perfect. Well, and this is timely because the, the sequel is coming out as of this recording this weekend, but as of the airing of this last weekend. Brilliant. Denis Villeneuve, yes? Yeah. Denis Villeneuve. Um, and so, what she said. What she said. And what's fascinating about this movie, I don't know if you guys know this, here's the nerdy stuff I can give you about this movie. Amazing. Is that there's multiple edits of this movie that came out over the years. Oh, and, yes. and a lot of different theories about, um, I, w- I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give anything away, but there's theories about uh, Harrison Ford's character, and basically the sequel squashed a lot of that because of the fact that he's still there. And he's older and that kind of thing. When but, I told people that I was wa- I was doing this with you guys, I, several different friends were like, well, but you have to watch this version. Or you have to watch this version. Because everybody has their own, like, seminal version. Tell me more about your opinions of what I should watch. <laughs> I yeah. So which version are we watching? Which version do they tell you to watch? Um, most of them said the director's cut. You guys are what we're going to watch. Okay, cool. It's the final cut. Okay. Does that mean it's the <laughs> longest version? No, uh, that's not always true with the director's cuts. Is it of this, though? I don't actually know the running right. time of the other one. Well, there was the when when DVD first came out, Blade Runner was one. Blade Runner was initially not a huge success, and then after a couple of years, it became like a cult VHS right. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where, when DVD first came out, it was one of the first DVDs that got made in all the different formats. It was part of the format war between like HD DVD and Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it was like a rush job to get the movie out. And so like a bad release of it was done. And then another bad release and all these different like bullshit versions of it. And so that's why I think like 10 years ago or so they released the final cut, which was the first time really Scott actually did a proper cut that gave him all of the control that he always wanted for the movie. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and, they, and they did like a big theatrical re-release of the movie. Yes, I, I had a I had a boyfriend when I was in college that was 
a giant nerd, still is a giant nerd. Hi, Colin. Um, <laughs> obsessed, Shout out to Colin. <laughs> he's obsessed with Blade Runner. Like, it's one of his, like, favorite movies. And, yeah, when, when it was coming out in theaters again, he was, like, so excited. This is part of the reason why I've seen, like, tiny little chunks of it. So how did you avoid oh, seeing it entirely if you, if he was such a nerd about it? I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't. had other charms. I did, she did not care. need to watch the movie. <laughs> I have seen Lord of the Rings a lot, but that was. <laughs> I've seen Lord of the Rings a lot of times. I'm reading it right now with my son. Oh, we're what on, fun! We're on the last book. Oh, well, that's so not true. We're on the last like book, book, but book five, I guess, in terms of the books inside of the books. Yes, right. Nerds. Jess is just staring. Welcome. I'm smiling, though. <laughs> You're one That's of good. us now. Yeah, yeah. I'm nerd about other things. So what do you know about the movie? Um, I know uh, not, basically nothing in my head. It's like uh, things are very pointy and like there's always a red wash over everything. And probably and I, blue. And there's some blue. And I know that it's set in some kind of dystopian future universe? Question mark? Question mark? That's... that's it and replicants that's that a, a thing there we go that's the thing i know that it's about ai uh and replicants, i know yep. yeah and i know that it is and there's some sort of i believe like a a crime and harrison ford is trying to investigate <sighs> the crime that was committed by a, of an ai like an artificial intelligent yeah. life form um, and trying to figure out if they are sentient. There's sort of a question of sentience in there. Yeah. yeah. That's what I know. Yeah. And and red eyes. That that flash red eyes to sort of see if someone is a human uh, or not. Uh, their pupils see, you know, are you red. You know quite a bit about the movie. Is there any point when they discover like a giant head of a sculpture? Or is that Planet of the Apes that I'm thinking no, of? No, I think I've seen that's that. That's Planet of the Apes for sure. But isn't no. there like something to do? No, but is, or is that the trailer for the new one? Maybe that's in the, the new one for, for sure. Okay. 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 But is yeah. it a maybe a callback to mm. this one? I can't remember actually that imagery. I mean, the imagery seemed different in the in the trailers for the new one. But all, I mean, a lot of it was carryover. But there's definitely some newer stuff in there. Also, and this is not important, but super handsome Harrison Ford, like really like oh, at yeah. the height. Oh, this of is yeah peak handsomeness of yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, which who I've never thought was particularly handsome before. And then oh, recently saw geez. a photo from that era and went, oh my goodness. <laughs> did you never see Star Wars? I did, but he, like, it was too obvious He was Star dashing. Wars. He's yes, so dashing he in was, Star Wars. But I was too little to appreciate his dashingness. Fair. Right. I was uh, just yeah. a wee thing. Yeah, I was more interested in the Ewoks than yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched Star Wars. And R2. And R2. He yeah. just swears a red streak through the whole movie. So good. And it the whole thing. <laughs> I can't be the first person that's made that joke to you. No, yes. yeah, you are. You are. You are. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm stealing it. No one will ever know I got it from you. Oh, okay. Well, except for this recording. There's a microphone oh, right there. Right. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so... Uh, so, I guess the only other question before we start would be, what, why did you, especially you, who had a boyfriend who was really into it, why did you never get around to seeing it? There was something about its uh, length that was very intimidating. Um, it seemed like it was going to be a real slog to get through, like super duper long. Um, and also, uh, he was so specific about like the right version of it. Like, I guess this must have been right at the time when, you know, DVDs were being released. And it wasn't as easy, easy to just find a movie and watch a movie. Like, DVDs were really expensive. This you, makes me sound so old. No, but you had to be like a... I, hey, 
You'd be a proper nerd back in the day because you'd track shit down. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't just That's like true. go on iTunes and rent something. Exactly. Yeah, there weren't all the platforms. It was no. it was really like you had finding to go to a it. store. You had to call places. Yeah, order. Yeah. Did they yeah. have it in? Get on a list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, we were in theater school, so we had no time whatsoever or money or money. Jesus Christ, never no money, no money. I ain't dry past that for most of those three years. <laughs> Water. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but not the heat to boil it. <laughs> yeah, not, not the high <laughs> And what about you? Um, I think... You thought it was Knight Rider. So you yeah, never... <laughs> hey, I loved Knight Rider, the TV show. A talking car. No, I, um, I think... I think that I didn't really get into the genre until uh, I was a little older. And... I think by that point, I'd been kind of spoiled by what was available in terms of special effects. So I didn't really go back and watch any of the stuff that inspired. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. see the original Aliens until I was in my late 20s and stuff. Like, I, I really wasn't interested in the genre until um, I wasn't terrified by it. Mm. I wasn't a little kid anymore. And, uh. then, and then I was, and then everything was, you know so digital and beautiful that it seemed kind of like, I'll go back and watch it, but it will have lost its luster. Yeah. My son was asking me if you could watch this. And I was like, I don't know if you can or not. So I'll, I'll know after I watch it today. I can't remember how inappropriate or inappropriate it is. I feel like there are boobs in it. Like, I'm pretty sure there are boobs. Are boobs inappropriate? Uh, depending on how they're used. Yeah, depending on the context. If there's three of them. There's three of them. Yeah. Total Recall, totally fine. <laughs> All right, three boobs. There there's other reasons you can't watch Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> Besides just the three boobs. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Let's, Let's do this. Let's watch a movie. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And we just finished. Oh. <laughs> As we were finishing, Jessica's just sort of rubbing her head going, processing thoughts. Processing <laughs> thoughts. Oi, oi, oi. So just, just, where I want to start is, <laughs> I don't understand why the replicants need to be killed. Like, those replicants seemed like assholes, but like, yeah. just like, like assholes, like, like. Clearly, Rucker Hauer is a little bit crazy, but it didn't seem like it was because of his replicantness. It just seemed like he was a psychopath. Well, I think the argument is that, um, well, we don't see any replicants that aren't psychopaths, I guess, except for Sean Young, but you could argue that she does kill the other one. Sean Young, but like... I think the argument is that they don't know... Um, They've lost control of them? Well, replicants aren't supposed to be on Earth, right? It's like they're supposed to be working on the... Off-world colonies, mm-hmm. and so when they come back as slaves, mm-hmm. as slaves, and so the problem is they can't, they don't know what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, just recently, um, what's his name? Super rich uh, dude, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yeah, just <laughs> was was working on a an AI thing and then shut it down because he's like, holy shit! After being active for however short a period of time. It developed its own language and started talking right. to itself, and we have no idea what the fuck it's saying. And pull the plug. Right. It's like billions of dollars in investments, like throwing it up. Sorry. Yeah, it's like those Twitter bots that they release on Twitter, and within like twelve hours, they're just the most racist, fascist, misogynistic garbage because everything that they're learning is from the the evil dregs of Twitter. Yeah. So they're spewing it back. 
But, oh, God. But, but I just... But I love that Elon Musk right now, shutting it down. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be the Terminator. I'm not going to be the guy that created, like, well, clearly Terminator. Clearly Blade Runner and yeah. Terminator. And he's all like, no, it's confirmed. Yeah, but Science fiction movies like, are real. No, but those movies always end with, like, or start with the, the, the billionaire with best intentions shutting it down and then, like, mm-hmm. one survives. Parker Hauer. Yeah. It's, it's, in, the, it's in the cloud. Always. It's in the cloud. <laughs> it's in the cloud. It's always in the cloud. But, but in this case, like, they know that they die after four years. So but like, they're trying to live longer. They're trying, they're trying to, to live longer. That's, that's the they, quest, that's is what, for them to right. figure out a way to they live longer. They don't seem to be very good at <laughs> Like, everything that they tried to do, like, Daryl Hannah spent most of her time, like, trying on outfits and doing her makeup. Well, she was a sex bot. Flips. Oh, she's a sex bot. Yeah, when they, at the very beginning, uh, when, when they the, go through what they're, they're going through, they're oh. going, she's a pleasure bot, I think they call her. For the right. military. For that the makes military. sense. Oh, that's Gross. distressing. Gross. Um, super gross. The I think we should also just establish that this movie is set two years from now. Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. And not far off. <laughs> no. I mean, there's some things I just found really fascinating, like the payphone and the fact that, like, yeah. the, that cell phones were not... Uh, sort Thought of, of. No, but the key card uh, to open the door uh, yes. was. Yeah, there's certain things. Also, the Rutger, I have to go back to the Rutger Howard thing, because he, there was all this Christ imagery at the end mm-hmm. with him, you know. And the dove. The dove and the, and the nail through the hand yeah. and, like, saving them, you know, f- essentially forgiving the man that's trying to kill him yeah. and um, just, you know, sins of the father and, like, all this stuff. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, it gets really heavy at the end. Really heavy at the end. And because Rucker Howard is basically not in the movie until the third act. Yeah, and then he's just like scampering around in every single scene. Yeah. This movie frustrated a lot of critics and, and, and whatnot when it first came out because they didn't know what to do with it. Right. I it, didn't, see why. it didn't fall into like a format, it didn't have mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a traditional structure. It does feel like an inspiration piece like there's so much in this that I've seen in movies since that like yeah. clearly comes from yeah. this film but I didn't love it and it's a movie where like if Harrison Ford isn't in that it would be like so cult 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 even more than it is I think yeah as opposed to being like a mainstream cult hit like yeah I didn't but you watch that, and it's like, and it doesn't even really require Harrison Ford to be in it. You know, he's not doing anything over early Harrison Fordy. Mm-hmm. You know Although I mean? Harrison Ford is a is a really accessible actor. You know, you watch Harrison Ford. But he's an everyman. He's an yeah. everyman, but it's quite likable. Like I actually don't find Ryan Gosling quite the same accessible. Every oh, man. really? No, I don't. I don't at all. I mean, I, lo- I obviously love Ryan Gosling. I'm not insane. But I just... I There's something about Harrison Ford that is so flawed and, mm-hmm. and likable, which Ryan Gosling is not. So I, it'll be interesting to see how the two sort of line up. Harrison Ford... You have even not in seen his... the nice guys, clearly. <sighs> No, I have not. No, meaning uh, obviously have we haven't seen anything. No, we, we don't have watch. Literally movies. seen no. We're movies. actors, Jerry. We don't watch <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. Can we talk about the weird sex scene yeah, for yeah. a hot minute? Like, I was into it until she tried to leave. And then he forced her to stay. And then forced himself on her. What yeah. the fuck was that? Yeah, and... It, well, it makes me wonder, like, what her programming is, because she flipped so fast, and yeah. then he's like, do you love me? And she's like, yes, they've spent ten hours in each other's company, like, not even a full half and day. And she would repeat it back with yeah. the intonation that exactly. he had. It, there is but then this... she added to it, which is interesting. Yes, yeah. that's... She that's, picked that's, up on it. Yeah, by the end of that sex scene, I was like, okay, so this isn't straight up rape, because she's elaborating and 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 moving things forward but there is like but this she's very, protested like, and he's basically thing. like you yeah. know grabbed her and held her against her will and shoved her and, up shoved her against the window and said say this to me yeah. say it again <laughs> say it again so yeah. really i mean at that point you are scared for your life and just sort of go okay whatever you want to hear whatever you want to hear yeah yeah the way i think the scene is meant to be portrayed and I'd love to know what you think about this. Yeah. Is I think what they want the audience to feel or, or see is that she's into him, but she realizes she's a replicant and doesn't think that she should be able to do this with him and him forcing her to stay is him saying it's okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that at all. Yeah. And he's... You know it's what I mean? the force then. No, I understand. The but force it, then. But that's that. But it's a product of his era where you know a man taking charge mm-hmm. is a romantic thing, as opposed to the way we view it now is like, no, that's not romantic yeah. anymore. But you know um, what I mean? It wasn't romantic then, for the record. It's no, just, I, I, but you know what I'm saying. I like, do, I do. That but that's the standard. Of, that's what I mean. Like yeah. that was the understanding. Like that sort of. Being forceful was masculine. Yes. Versus... And was part of it. Yeah. yeah. Was expected. Yeah. Um, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, like, watching it through the gaze of, you know... Of the era, in yeah. context. Yeah, I understand that. For yeah, sure. yeah. Which is interesting, though, because the flip of that is that I feel like one of the reasons the Daryl Hannah character is so angry and psychotic is because she's been this, like, sex bot for the last four years Mm -hmm. and does not want that life anymore and is trying to find something else. Well, as I said, they've been developed, they, after time, they develop their own emotions. Yes. Yeah. Emotions. Yeah. There's just like, there's something so interesting. And this is an idea that comes up in all sorts of movies where, you know, the AI has been created and we inevitably created in our own image Mm -hmm. and then are shocked when things go too far and they get out of control. It's like, if you're making a, a set of slaves, like, why on earth would you make them look like and act like humans? Like, if what you want are laborers, like, right. what, that is, that is really deeply sick to specifically create yeah. Yeah. humanoid forms yeah. to be like, you're not allowed on earth, you go be a slave, like. Yeah, I think that's the flaw with the, with the concept and maybe even the movie. Is that you're right? It's like if if the whole point is that they can't come to Earth because they're too they blend in too easily. Mm-hmm. Why did you make them so they could blend in? <laughs> why? Like, why would you do that? And then you have to hire this entire like police task force to take it down. Like what? 
I mean, guys, it does, that does sound like the way that it would work, honestly. But yeah. it's, I mean, they don't have LASIK eye surgery. The most brilliant man in the world wears Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, right. we're not. <laughs> he can replicate an entire human being. Yeah. However, yeah. can't fix his own eyes. But so. farsightedness just got him. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very, very strange. And now they're going, at the end of the movie, they're going on the run together. They're like going on the lamb together. So, uh, is he a replicant too? Ah, that's one of the big, th- well, always one of the big Because he's theories. got the eyes. That right? was always one of the big unanswered Yeah, you see that, it at one point. Yeah. That people ask, is Harrison, and she even says at one point in the movie. How do you know you're not a replicant? Yeah, have you ever mm-hmm. asked yourself these questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So does is he a replicant? And he doesn't know. Is Edward James almost a replicant? Is what? everyone a replicant? You know that's that's the movie. That's the back. The, the the problem with that theory now is with the sequel coming out and Harrison Ford is clearly playing Harrison Ford at his age. Right. right. Uh, does that answer the replicant question, or can similar to Terminators, it's like skin ages. Yeah. So if they're wearing skin, wouldn't they technically, it ages well? Well, they breathe as well, which I found really interesting. Because when he's mm-hmm. in, when they're in the freezer uh, interrogating the eye designer, you can see their breath, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Things like that, or like the fact that they bleed red. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Well, they eat too. Yeah. yeah. They eat. Well, really, we never see any computer components yeah no no it's not like terminator where the skin comes off and there's a machine underneath well and she says have you ever killed a human by mistake and he says no and it's sort of like but there was no checking to see if anyone that he killed was actually a replicant yeah yeah it wasn't like they lifted they looked under their ear and there's like a little yeah 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 yeah. it was just no they i mean they usually take a, a few more bullets than a human would but yeah but there is, like, that then makes me wonder, like, okay, so what makes them replicants if they have the exact physiology of a human being? Right, right. Are they just, have they just been, like, brainwashed and that's gone awry? Well, they're, I think that's what They're the without empathy? Yeah, but, like... Well, I think that's what the, con- the, you're, the conversation you're supposed to have after yeah, right. the movie. And that's what Deckard goes through. He goes from someone whose job is to hunt these people down yeah. to going on the run with one of them. Yeah. Do we know why he was taken off the job? I think he took himself off the job. That's the impression that I got too. But just yeah, he's that, that to was, him. I was quick when I walked in here. I'm quick. Just Do one I day I'm out. They pull me back in. <laughs> yeah. So strange. Because he's a replicant and didn't couldn't do it anymore. No, I don't know. But yeah. you know, so the argument or not the argument, but the idea would be if he is a replicant and he is older in the sequel, is that he figured out how to age. Yeah. Or no, just not... How to not die. Expire. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the art direction yeah. and attention to detail yes. is unbelievable. Like, ostriches is extras. I just am not over <laughs> There was a miniature pony, too. Right there was a miniature pony. But just, you know, like, is that in the script? Or is they just, you yeah. know... The, like, the amount of detail in the costuming and the lighting... I just I want to imagine the production meeting when Ridley Scott's like, I want an ostrich. Two. And they're like, what? It's like, yeah, we need a couple ostriches in this one scene. <laughs> he's like, so, and they're like, you, the you can't have an That's ostrich, Ridley. And he's like, oh, yeah? Then I want two ostriches. <laughs> yeah. One for me and one 
Super Tony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then everyone went, it's not the weirdest thing he's asked for. It's just getting yeah. a guy named Ostrich. The, the part where Jessica couldn't handle it anymore was when they were making boiled eggs in a glass. <laughs> yes. Glass container. That's when yeah. you're like, this movie's weird. This movie's too weird. That was the part this you couldn't movie's handle. too weird. I can't deal. Have you guys ever seen, this is a digression, um, but have you ever seen the uh, YouTube web series uh, Look Around You? It's a science web series. No. no. You just say, it's just this like weird science thing, but one of the gags is the scientists reach into boiling water no, to pull no, out no, eggs no. and their hands are just no. like, Nope, I'm out. I'm and out. Like, you can't actually do this. <laughs> Don't no, try they're just they're home. just like presenting it as if it's like a children's <laughs> learning special, and they're just like trying to get the eggs out. <laughs> it's magnificent. There, without spoons. Look around you. Also, in a massive digression. For those at home who don't realize, we're a bunch of gingers sitting on the oh, couch, yeah. and I just realized we're watching a Ridley Scott film, who's also a ging. It's true. Oh my god. This is the maximum amount of gingers allowed in one place. This <laughs> is. <laughs> We've mastered it. Weird. It's considered it's a weird. gathering. <laughs> we have to get a permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was saying you guys get a it's permit. Please have to be notified. <laughs> it's just not legal to have that much sunscreen in one place at one time. Yeah. Like they frowned upon it. They started exactly. thinking of it as drug use. That's why this is a very small window here. And I have a cover for it over we there. We only need yeah, it. And that's why I'm so obsessed room. with the brightness of the moon. Right oh now, my eyes! I'm a little afraid we're gonna get burnt. Yeah. Um, it was never daytime. There was the only moments it was daytime. Yeah. They were inside and they were drawing the curtains. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was like raining and night always. Yeah. Well, that's just. I mean, the the visual design is neo noir, right? Yeah. So it's like they're going for that. They want it to be. It was just so interesting that that was the choice. It's so apocalyptic. Like it is very much like yes, everything is crazy tall. Like you never see the sky. Really. Yeah, everything is dark. Oh, they're on the ground. Since, yeah, they're on yeah. the ground a couple times. But the ground, it always feels like you're underneath a bridge. Like yeah. every time they yeah. were on the ground, it was like we're underneath. It was some covered somehow. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Coke got two very large product placements. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they paid handsomely for Well, that's what's day. so interesting. Like, that, yeah. that that just made, like... Well, there was the McDonald's Happy Meal when Blade Runner came out. No, I, I'm making this up. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> you got the little toy. I mean, imagine. You got, you got, a, you got a replicant you could kill. <laughs> yeah, their eye, Like, their eyes sort of light red in the yeah. light. You got you the little guy with the long it. nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That was yeah. weird. And slightly phallic. I was sort of like, I don't know. You laughed yeah. really hard when the guy said he was twenty. When he was twenty. Twenty-five. So cute. And then, and then I realized felt it was so like a bad skin when disease. he had a disease. <laughs> I thought he was making a joke. Aww. I just remember him from the Bob Newhart show being funny. I thought he was making a joke. He was not making he a was joke. Not making a joke. Oh well. He lived, so it's fine. He did live. Yeah. Did he live? Wait. Yeah, he gets he away. Was, he was an innocent. He ran away from Rucker Hauer. Yeah. And he gets away. Well, I mean, he was a bit of a facilitator of what's-his-name's death, Terrell's death. Sure, but and back to the conversation, is like, were these things evil, considering that they were enslaved and forced to be you know, sex workers or just laborers against mm-hmm. their will. Mm-hmm. And so when they escaped, it's like, were they bad people or were they just, they didn't know what to do? Because mm-hmm. the only thing they wanted to do was live. That was really all, their their whole mission was and not this like... This is their bad either. guy's goal. I don't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. again, it's it's the it's the whole Christ thing. Because that, that was Jesus' whole thing. Is he went to the desert and was going, I don't want to die. Please don't let me die. Please, 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 please. And then eventually it was like, okay... 
I have to. I don't yeah. have a choice. Well, the opening crawl of the movie has that line where it says, you know, when the Blade Runners kill them, they're not. It's not murder. It's, it's retire- retirement. It's retirement. Yeah. yeah, right. There was something about, and maybe it's because Hugh Hefner just died, but there was something about that Terrell guy that gave me a major Hugh Hefner vibe. Oh, that's like interesting. the robe and the women and the like. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. De- he just designed robots that he wanted to have sex with. Hondo. Hondo. That guy 100% tried them all out first. Even Rutger Hauer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, they, ki- they made out, didn't they? They did make out. They did make out. They did make out. Did right make before out. he gouged his eyes yeah. out. I'm getting, like, I, ex machina vibes now. Yeah. I'm confused about when exactly Rutger Hauer took his clothes off in that yeah. final scene. It was, like, every shot he would, like, scamper past a doorway from, like, really far away, and then he'd be wearing his clothing. <laughs> there was no real motivation to a lot that was going on at the end yeah. with Rutger Hauer. He just kind of went cuckoo bananas. Where did he get the wearing, from? He's still wearing socks. Socks and shoes. <laughs> socks and shoes and bicycle like, shorts. Tubes. He got the the dub from whatever music video they also use those sets for. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, he just scampered into somebody else's video set, stole a dub, and came back. All of a sudden, he's like on a roof, just like gripping a live dub. Yeah. So amazing. So strange. Was the dub innocence? Is it. Again, all this like, you know, Jesus imagery. Yeah, it's so strange in this particular film. Yeah, I don't know. I, also, I kept thinking, God, it would suck to make this movie. You were wet the whole time. Except at the very end, when Edward James almost is standing there, like, he very clearly wasn't being rained on. This is true. <laughs> like, the rain true. was very clearly, like, three or four feet behind him. Was he was just, like, standing there. Yeah, exactly. I'm not getting wet over with these blue contacts <laughs> I'm wearing. And, and he had a cane, which I was like... He did have a cane. What kind of cop has a cane? Yeah. Was he also a Blade Runner, or was he just like... He was a Blade Runner, okay. yeah. He was. Uh, but al- but also maybe Replicant? The unicorn says something. And very yeah, crafty. Yeah, what is... What Real is good the with uh, the, origami. Uh, origami. Yeah, with yeah. some rice paper. Because he has this vision of a unicorn, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere then realizes that this one particular photograph needs to be looked at more clearly. Mm-hmm. And then the unicorn comes back at the end. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's what I, what I really liked about the movie is I like the fact that you have to really think about whether or not the replicants are bad guys. Yes. And that's kind of what Harrison Ford's entire goal is, or arc is. Right. Realizing what he's trying to destroy maybe isn't... Maybe his, ju- goal, his journey or his goal that he's been given is not a great one. Right, yeah. Or... or but it's also, what, what, what did I lure him back with? Just that you should do it because? I can't even... They're not, the other guys aren't good enough to do it. I guess the being he believes, he still believes in it. Yeah, but then why did he quit? We don't know these things. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out. In, the in Blade, Blade Runner Mars. 2. Blade Runner Harder. <laughs> Blade Harder. Keep running. <laughs> Keep But <laughs> I also... I have so many questions. I know. Ask the questions. What are the questions? Yeah, I bet that we can come up with some real or what? bullshit answers or for Or really you. fun answers. Do yeah. you really think that he loves her? Like, we were looking at her for no. So what is that? But, like, do you, uh, that's... but do you think he knows what love is? Ooh, good follow-up. 
Or do you I, think that any movie from that era has to end with a man and a woman being in love and running off together? I think there is something very real in the human experience about going through trauma together and then feeling very big feelings and projecting them onto another person. Like, I think yes. psychologically yeah. that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Are they going to, like, grow old together and, like, bicker? I sincerely doubt it. Well, because no, she's, she's going to die. She's yeah. Gonna she's, oh, yeah, right. She's going to die in, like, six months. <laughs> No, I think Six she months was, to four years? She was newer than the other ones, I believe. Uh, well, yeah, but she's not going to live very yeah. like, not. She's yeah. not going to grow old. But this is a good question, whether or not he knows what love is. Going Just going through the Does motions. anyone in this, even if he's not a replicant in this dystopia, know what love is? Yeah. I mean, it's very strange. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I mean. It's just like the idea is like someone who's never really been... Doesn't, we don't get a sense of his romantic history. We get a sense yeah, of his maybe. alcoholism. He drinks. That's just the being whole a movie. cop, Jess. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> in the neo noir. I mean, I'm sorry, he's a detective. Guys. Come on. I'm yeah. sorry. You're supposed to kiss <laughs> your heart and slam the door. Yeah, exactly. Terrify you and then pour you a stiff drink. <laughs> um, what was. Oh, and this is just me being a dick. But her hair, I have a lot of questions about her mm-hmm. hair. It's this very straight, pulled back, severe thing, and with like two barrettes. She's got the Elaine hair. She ends up with this she big, does. beautiful, curly fro. Mop. And I'm just like, how did that happen? Basically. It's the same yeah. as Rudger Howard's outfit. I don't know yeah. how that like happened. When either. and how. One of my favorite parts of the movie is when that first replicant, the woman with the horrifying snake, um, just sticks her head into a hairdryer and just shakes her head around. Like, that seems like a nightmare. If that's how I had to dry my hair, being blasted from all directions, including, like, directly into my eyes with hot air. Like, that's wretched. It's a terrible design. If that's where the future's headed, I don't want it. I don't want any piece of that. So two years from now, you're in trouble. Shit. What's happening? Just have wet hair. You can probably opt to not buy that. It's true. I mean, I, guys, you don't blow dry now. You don't blow dry now. Let's be real. We don't, we're not blow dry people. That's not a thing. Maybe flat iron, but not blow dry. My hair dries before really? Really? I come out of the shower. <laughs> Lucky. So how did he find this woman with a snake? Like he found a snake scale in a, a tub. Because manu- it, it was a manufactured snake scale, so it wasn't the a snake's real, not real. The snake's not real, and it had a. A manufacturer's number, right? So he just had to track down who made it and then find out where his manufactured snakes could go, or right. had gone, and then he so it was the snake that she was dancing with scale. Yeah. yeah. So in theory, the snake was a replicant, right? Yeah. But the snake was in the bathtub. I think probably it just stuck to her skin. That's what I assume is that the scales would have stuck to her skin, and she got in the bathtub of this guy's place. No, that was her they, place. That, that, that was, was like her dressing room. No, 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 no. Because he no, found the their... scale in the bathtub of the... Oh, like, okay. They were all sharing that apartment because they yeah, were all living yeah, yeah. together. Well, right? because I thought that... I actually thought they were a couple. The the replicant that shoots the interviewer at no, the beginning the of the movie. No, the guy with no chin. Yeah, because yeah. Cause he... Because Rutger Hauer says to him, like, did you get your precious photographs back? And she's in the photographs. That's right. Oh, right. She's in the photographs. So that's part of how he tracks her down. Right. Um, and then kills her. And when she, he sees her dead on the ground, he then attacks Harrison Ford's character. Yes. So, 
And and you see Rutger Howard be sort of in love with Daryl Hannah. So they've clearly, like, they have yeah, developed feelings for each other. Yeah. yeah. So much so that they're, like, defending each other and, and looking after each other. Like As you do. As a artificial intelligent being. Okay. I, I love okay. that she crashed through, like, not one, not two, but, like, four forty-seven <laughs> windows. Glass windows. I know, like, those are big chunks. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was doing that. Yeah, even if that's candy glass, Oh, that's, that's still... It's not fun. It's a lot. And in heels in the rain. Like, I love her getting in the rain. rain. And, like, a leather bikini that doesn't actually attach to no, her body. No, it's anyway. just some weird The only thing protecting piece. her is a clear raincoat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's what I love. She got glowing clear. when she got dressed. She put on like Shira's Spike armor. Heels. Yeah, she is a stripper. Oh right, she's yeah, she is a stripper. Yeah, but that's her going out outfit. That's her getaway. That's outfit. advertisement. That's just that's advertisement. advertisement. Yeah. yeah, it's a business expense. Yeah, she, she, she can write the whole. She blends. That she blends right in. <laughs> Yeah, I liked that when she was crashing through the windows because they made such a deal of her like putting on those incredibly high heeled boots. Yeah, and then by the time she was crashing through the window, she was in flat shoes. Yeah, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, had to be done. Uh, had that. to be done. Yeah. Well, you know, legal reasons, <laughs> safety, insurance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a strange film. It must have been so expensive. I can't imagine reading that script and understanding it. <laughs> Like, that's one of those scripts I would get and read and be like, cool, I don't, I'm the wrong person for this because I don't know what's yeah. happening. At the time, I think the budget was under $30 million. Really? But wow. that, we got to remember that, that at the time... That like, was... This, right, I guess with that's, That was a big budget movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were making $100 million movies then. The yeah. sets and the costumes and all the extras. The special effects are pretty great, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the special effects aged pretty well. Yeah. Considering, considering like, the cars fly, like, pretty good. I what's, was really impressed. What's with the pyramid? Like, what's that imagery about? Illuminati? I don't know. There's a whole... That's kind of one of my issues with the movie is it just feels like a blender of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Los Angeles. It feels like a lot of great ideas, uh-huh. but you don't really get the sense of like what the world really is. You don't. You don't yeah. get like like as much as you make fun of someone like George Lucas or guys like that. Like those people that create universes that kind of feel like they follow a logic yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Where I feel like this is because it's near. It's it's a version of our future in theory. It's almost like they didn't put the effort or feel I needed to put the effort into kind of creating like a rule system for the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels weirdly small. Like the world feels tiny in that film. We well, only get a sense of Los Angeles. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which is, is, which is strange. It's almost entirely Japanese. And what's interesting, yeah, but like that's that. interesting because you mentioned when we were just watching it, you're like, Oh, well he's in Chinatown. And in my mind, I went, well, no, all of Los Angeles is like that. Yeah. But then I went, wait a minute, does the whole movie just take place in Chinatown? And maybe it doesn't? Because every time I, it's been referenced in like a class I was in or whatnot, everyone talks about the Asian influence. Yeah. But I never thought it was like, oh, is it just in one section? Is it that small? Mm-hmm. Is it just in one section of a city? Because it does yeah. feel that small, too. It yeah. does. It doesn't feel like they <laughs> go... Because there's no... Um, you know, clean area or, you know, wealthy area or anything like yeah, that right. that you see Forget. other than... You're like a replicant. 
you've found a way to steal yourself back to Earth from the off-world. Yeah. Why do you go to a city known for Blade Runners? Yeah. Why not go to like that's rural, where the, rural Ohio? Like because yeah. but isn't they're trying to live longer and that's where their creator lives that Fair. we have the answers okay. for that. Yeah, but of also course the creator lives in L.A. Um, in a giant pyramid that like there's got to be a lot of waste in space in there. Like we see that like one little room yeah. and like the things crawling up and down. But I guess like that's their fat. Mm. Whatever it is, it's super. It's his boudoir. <laughs> Just every level is for like a different kind of sex. Also, oh. I'm sorry, I said that out loud. <laughs> you said it on on. No, on I'm sorry, low listeners. Of course. So the so there's this massive Asian influence in Los Angeles. So much so that it's it's like a, a spoken language that everyone seems to know, mm-hmm. which I actually couldn't recognize as Chinese or Japanese. It seemed like some mm-hmm. oh, like a hybrid of some kind. Yeah. Well, when you think of the era of this movie, it fit, that fits in with the the concept that this is right around the time that Japan and yeah. China are becoming like the dominant manufacturing. Countries, except that the the brains of this whole replicant operation is a white dude. Is a white dude, and all the replicants are white. The guy that made the eyes, yes, yes. Not white. yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. true. That's true. And that's that, true. that said, though, the eyes were the part that gave them away. Yeah, that's true. Right. So the eyes are the fault. <laughs> so racist. A they fucked bit. that up. Yeah. 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 So strange. So very strange. Uh, so you said you didn't really like it. Not yeah. really, no. And I think mostly it was because of that sort of like, I see the ideas here. I can get on board with some of this being interesting. But overall, I don't know why I need this whole story. I, I also, it's a pet peeve of mine when a, when a movie suddenly like, that isn't a... Uh, a sports movie essentially just suddenly starts using slow-mo out of nowhere. I'm always just like, (laughs) why? Like nothing has happened for the past five minutes. You guys have just been talking to each other. They want you to be really impressed. Oh my God. I hate it. Um, but yeah, mostly it just felt more like a collection of ideas and that weren't fully formed. They weren't fully formed. And so I didn't, I didn't understand why they were being presented as if this story really had a mm, that much of a through line. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like I love. There's a lot of it that I think is really cool, but as a film overall, not my jam. Not my jam. Yeah, Jess. Oh, what <clears throat> thoughts? I feel <laughs> like I actually think I I did like it. Um, I think it's really beautiful and cool and mm-hmm. had this stylistically was fascinating right down to, you know, the way the, the cadence with which the replicants spoke. And I was really fascinated by the detail of the piece. However, I wished it was 20 minutes shorter mm-hmm. and had more exposition because although I understand they wanted us to walk away sort of thinking about it, for me, there was just I, like I you spent so much time on the visual detail. I wish there was that much detail for me to absorb in the dialogue and the story. 
and I just don't dig a dude that forces himself on a lady. Like, that just takes me out of the picture immediately. If I'm being sold that as a bill of goods is the love story. I just, I instantly, I'm no longer watching it as an audience member. I'm watching it as the perspective of someone who's like, this is a problem within film. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially that, like, representation of masculinity. Especially right. in that genre, like in the yes. sci-fi yes. fantasy genre, for that to be the version of masculinity that is that is always so prominent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it is it's a it's a it's a problem. It's a problem, and instant and it instantly <clears throat> colors the way I look at the rest of the film from that point on. But I mean, I'm really glad I saw it. It makes me want to see the new one. I definitely want to see the new one. Um, I'm very excited. To see and it. I have a feeling that the new one is, although Denny Villeneuve is amazing. Um, just visually, I can't imagine that it will stand up because this was. I don't just... know the reviews for it so far. I've been amazing. Like it's ninety six percent in Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. They're like freaking out. People oh, are freaking good. out over how much because it's so I, I think innovative for its time in terms of what it did visually. I mean, that's the thing that when I saw the trailer for the new one, I was like, "This is way prettier movie." Yeah. Than the original. Yeah. Right. Because the original is not not pretty, but it's not artfully pretty like it's just kind of grungy yeah it's gr- it's gritty and it's hard to see and sometimes hard to tell what you're looking at and then every once in a while there's something so beautiful that happens that it kind of like knocks you off your feet yeah, which is yeah. stunning yeah. yeah many people are calling this little news masterpiece wow damn so, right on right. Be interesting uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. Every time I watch Blade Runner, I go, "Oh yeah, that's why I don't watch this movie that often," <laughs> because I just it's the same thing. It's it's there was a there was a famous review that came out when it was first released called it said it's a, like the headline was something that should be called Blade Crawler. Yeah, yeah. the pace of it was really <laughs> slow for yeah. an action movie. But it's a it's it's a noir movie, right? Is, yeah, is what it's so that's it's kind of intentional. But yeah. there's just some stuff that just takes a long time, and there's not really a reason for it. No. You yeah. can easily carve 20 minutes out of this movie and not lose a beat. There are parts of it that, to me, felt like a case study. Like, it was like, you know, yeah. like, I've seen these things in other movies, can I apply this to a sci-fi world? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. like you guys, that said, like that said I... I will see the new one this weekend. Big time. Yeah. There was a line in it that I loved, which was so cheesy. Uh, and I I don't even remember who said it. I think it's the Terrell, the creator, which is when a, when something shines twice as bright, it can only burn half as long. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah. Which I quite liked. I yeah. remember being like, yeah, that, that works. You should have applied that to your editing. <laughs> yeah. Is that your final thought? I mean, should we leave it there? <laughs> it's, a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good final thought. <laughs> I'm glad I saw it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, will I watch it again? Uh, not anytime soon, though. No, it's the kind of thing. Even like I, I, at the beginning, we were talking about. My son was asking if you could watch it. I was like, I don't think so. I feel like it's not quite appropriate yet. And I think it would bore him. I think it would bore yeah. him. It's, I mean, there's no nudity, and really... There's nudity. Yeah, you get a flash of boob. But there's... Yeah, there isn't really any... Other than the deeply problematic beginning of sex scene, there yeah. is no... There's no intercourse. There's not really any swearing. There's yeah. no drugs. Yeah. There's just 
deeply disturbing eyes gouging eyes snakes. Yeah. So many yeah. eyes, all the eyes. A lot of eyes. That's gonna mean something. But yeah. when he's a teenager and he, and he wants to like something that he can dig into <clears> or think about. <throat> yeah. It's good then. Yeah. Yeah, I understand why it would be studied in film school big time. Because, yeah. like, every layer of that film is like, oh, okay. So there's yeah. a lot to unpack here. Well, I know my, my, my wife um, studied it in, like, film psychology mm-hmm. a class that she took. That she constantly reminds me I took that she took it because it was a bird course. It's like, thanks for just sticking that knife in, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> giving it a twist. Well, I was just shocked that this is one of the few movies that when we first started dating, she's like, oh, I've seen Blade Runner. Cause she like she hasn't seen anything, right? Or and you and doesn't or doesn't remember that she saw it until we're about half an hour in. <laughs> and say, like, oh, I've seen this, but uh, the Blade Runner she knew she'd seen. Harrison Ford didn't get a single joke in that movie. No. No half smiles. None of no. those like rueful Harrison Ford like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Winking at the camera kind of stuff. <clears throat> None of it. No, it's a pretty dry role for him. Yeah. Really, it's kind of thankless in a lot of ways. Yeah, but somehow his... stomach's scribbling, I'm sorry. (laughs) And that's going to be on the recording. Somehow his, like, charisma is still there. Like, there's there's kind of nothing in that, and it's like, only Harrison Ford could make that part work. He's accessible. Yeah. He's an accessible dude. Yeah. Yeah, there's really something. And you can see the future grumpiness there, right on the surface, just waiting to get old enough to be acceptable. He looks super cool in those trench coats. He like, does. Damn, son. Yeah. yeah. But maybe as, it, as we were watching it, <laughs> going, Ryan Gosling was a good choice. Just visually, that you see yeah. Yeah. moments where it's like, you can see why they picked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a lot Plus of sense. Plus it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. It's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He's in everything. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks. having us. What fun. What fun we had. What <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> now the Jesus falls. <laughs> Alright, thanks guys. Good night. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Thanks for joining us for Blade Runner. If you like the show, please subscribe to the podcast and spread the word about it. You can find me on Twitter at Lalon Jeremy and on Facebook, check out Black Hole Films. Leave a review there or on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to this thing. And until next time, go up there and watch something you've never seen before. Thanks. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.